Hi, did you know that eating million bacteria can be exchanged in one kiss? Every kiss begins with gay. Just kidding. Actually, no, I'm not kidding. People in long-term relationships are likely to have some the same types of microbiota in their mouths. Isn't that disgusting and yet sexy at the same time? Welcome to an episode of Nevermind a Broadcast, and I'm your host, Izzy Smut. So this week I did an interview with Casey with Soda. It was an awesome interview. Like he's an interesting guy. There was a lot of things I learned about him. And I'm gonna play you his song. And then I'm going to play you the interview right after. So this first song is called Love Hate. And I feel like it was very fitting with the intro I just did. So all of us have had a long, you know, a love-hate relationship with somebody who, like, there's somebody out there that you're like, my fucking God, I hate them, but I still love them at the same time. I'm sure I have a couple of myself, so um, they did a music video of this song, Love Hate, and that should be coming out soon. So this is Love Hate by Soda.
So that was Love Hate by Soda, and this next song is Soda by Soda. And it's an awesome song, and I, I'm going to play the interview with Casey afterwards. So the interview, is, is, it was awesome. I learned a lot of things about him, and definitely support the band. Follow them on Instagram, and also they have a music video coming out as well. As always, send me more songs, including Ska. I love Ska. You know, a lot of people are, are like, I don't know if I like Ska. Well, whatever. I love Ska. So send me some more music. As always, if you can email me an MP3 away file, that'll make my life easier. And I would appreciate it very much because then I know you were listening. And yeah, so thank you so much for the support. And thank you so much for spreading the word. So check it out. Here's the interview with Casey. Oh, 
eyes in the water, but I'll be fine. You poison the water, poison the water. Now you're not mine. My name is Casey Durone, and I am from the band Sota. Oh, good. I I actually pronounced it right because the last because <laughs> like I was I was when I was recording the uh, the episode, I was like, oh crap, English is not my first language so i hope i said it pronounced it correctly oh. <laughs> tell me more about the band and you know and what do you guys have in store for for this year yeah absolutely well the band started as like kind of a side project because i am full-time in an alternative metal band called after image but i've always been a fan of ska music i've always been a fan of punk music, and that's not something I really get to explore in After Image. In the year 2021, I was kind of going through a rough patch in life. I needed some sort of kind of healing outlet, and I started writing a bunch of music, and naturally it kind of was ska-oriented and punk-oriented. just really helped me through a really hard time in my life. So it started off as just like a little healing side project, and then I got my longtime friend Johnny Deshawn play a couple early shows with me on drums. And once we kind of started playing some live shows, I realized that the band had a little more potential than just being a one-off release. And I, I wanted to explore the possibility of turning it into a full band. So we've gone through a couple lineup changes, just not having it started as just me as the primary songwriter. It kind of evolved as the the past two years have gone by and now we have my brother Killian Darone. he plays bass we have a couple of lead guitar players that kind of rotate in and out I'm still kind of trying to lock down a full-time lead guitar player but we have um, Zoe Pankratz Harvey Olson who's been playing with us for the past six months or so and then my producer Brandon Curcio who's actually the guitar player of After Image he also fills in on some shows and he helps me with all the solos on the recordings and he mixes and masters. So it's uh that's where that's where we're at today. And I just released the Love Hate E P just a few weeks ago and that was two years in the making and I have been working on all sorts of other music that I'm hoping to record this winter. I'd love to see some more music out early next year. I have a couple tracks already recorded that we're gonna put some final touches on and then hopefully we'll get that out. Uh, late winter or early spring of next year. Well, cool. I can't wait to listen to that and to possibly get a song or two. <laughs> you know, just starting off as a side project and then turning into something, you know, bigger than that, that's cool. I mean, I see you guys opening for Murphy's Law and all that stuff, so that, that's that's amazing. Thank you. Yeah, it's 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 been kind of cool. We started off very slow. I've only played probably six or seven shows now at this point with Soda. There was a large gap last year where we, we hadn't played a single show for a while. And then earlier this year, we hopped on a bill with Hans Gruber and the Diehards, who are this really cool ska core band out of Texas. Yeah. And they're they're on Ska Punk International Records. And so that was like a huge show for us. We were so stoked. We didn't have anything in the past few months. And then all of a sudden, uh, I got asked to play the Murphy's Law Grade 2 show. And it was just kind of funny because it was like, okay, we take a break for a year from shows. Uh, all of a sudden, we come back and we're playing two national headliners it was, it was very cool that's amazing and do you want to continue going with this band or do you want to go back eventually into into your um into the other band and make that more into a full-time thing oh i want to completely make it go as far as i can with soda while 
in After Image. I'm still in After Image, and we're still staying busy as ever. I'm kind of just juggling between the two, playing shows for Soto when I don't have shows with After Image. And it's one of those things where it's nice to hit two different markets as a musician, because there's a little bit of overlap, but not a lot. I, I think that After Image definitely has a lot more um, of the metal and hard rock fan base, where Soda is straight in the punk fan base, which is really cool because it's just a different community, a different um, welcoming, I think. So I want to see how far I can take Soda for sure. I'd, I'd love to get to a point where we could go on a tour or, you know, I, I have a full full length album that I'm in the works of writing um, that I'm hoping to get out within the next year. Or so so I definitely want to make some big strides with Soda as well. Do you notice that when you're, you're playing with, you know, in the metal and the hard rock and, and obviously with the sky, the, the people involved with both are, I mean, just the crowd of people. I mean, that's kind of cool that you're you're welcomed in both, you know, because sometimes, you know, a lot of people tend to stay away from punk, stay away from metal and all that stuff. So I, I, that's kind of cool that you're welcomed in both. You know, that's awesome. I find that cool to get yeah. two different sides. Yeah, I, uh, I, I mean, I, there's always been that stereotype where, like, Punks hate metalheads and metalheads hate punks, but I grew up in a household where I was listening to it all. I mean, my my dad got me into most of the music I listened to. He grew up in the 80s hair metal scene, but then when he was in college, grunge and the punk movement was booming in the Boston area. So I think having him influence my musical taste really helped a lot with that. I I like it all. You know, I'm not going to just pinch it and hold myself into one genre, but I... I I definitely think it's nice to see an overlap because I think that's what the team needs. I think that you, I don't want to use the word gatekeep, but when you like, I guess, gatekeep your fans and you say, well, you know, you're not supposed to listen to that type of music. It doesn't create a strong local community. And I think the biggest thing about having a music scene is that there needs to be community, no matter what the genre is, no matter whether it's rock, metal, punk, or like indie or pop, whatever it is. I think Local music um, should be supported by all all genres, no matter what. At the end of the day, we're all musicians trying to make it, and uh, we need all the support we can get. I definitely agree with you on that because, like, a lot because a lot of it in Connecticut is like very separate. Like, what you know, there's a punk scene, then there's a metal scene, then there's like the the indie or you know, and more different garage stuff. And it's like I'm like, why is there so much separation? Like. Like why? They're, they're, this this we're all trying to be playing music and you know just create art and it shouldn't have to be so much separation involved. I just I never agreed with that. I just think it's like just like you said, you know, like listening to different things. Like, do you have any influences that inspired you with you know your your bands right now? Oh, for sure. I um, it's been really all over the place. Although the Love Hate EP definitely is very Scott Punk oriented, there are actually a lot of different influences that are very subtly placed in there. I'm a huge, huge Cranberries fan, um, and I love the uh, is that alternative rock that is like bordered grunge, but it also bordered the shoegaze movement that was happening in the 90s and that alt rock like The Smiths and The Cure. I really like what the Cranberries did with combining all those elements, and I definitely try to use some of that influence in some of my songwriting. When some of the songs that I was writing for the CP a few years ago, at the time I was listening to a lot of System of a Down, and I love the breakdown. So you'll hear in the song Love Hate that I have a breakdown section. That was probably directly influenced by a band like System of a Down. But I, I mean, my biggest 
influence of all time has always been the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. I my dad got me into them when I was in middle school, and I saw them 16 times before they broke up. I've stayed in touch uh, and become friends with some of the members of the band. All the ska that you hear in my songs is directly influenced by the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Kind of been dipping my toes a little bit into reggae, and some of my influences on that end are. Toots and the Maytals, I think they're an all-time classic, but there's also a phenomenal local musician to New Hampshire who's really blowing up right now called Joe Samba, and he's kind of like, I, I describe him similar to Sublime, where he, he borders the edge of reggae and rap, and he has the punk influence. He's really been influencing a lot of my songwriting for the past year or so. Oh, and and the scene in New Hampshire, I... I mean, I live in Connecticut, and, you know, I don't really know too much about the scene in New Hampshire, so just, you know, let me know. Tell me what about more about that. There are not a lot of venues in New Hampshire. I've definitely seen a lot of DIY spots um, growing within the past year or so. I think overall, um, the scene is very hardcore metal. Uh, there's not much room for anything else up here. There are some punk bands. There's not many ska bands, I'll tell you that. I think actively up here in New Hampshire, at least in Southern New Hampshire, I'm the only one that I can think of right now, but I know that there have been some surrounding stage, which are, they've they've been killing it. But New Hampshire, really, like I said, it's, it's hardcore. There's some indie and like, I guess, metalcore and, but no, mostly, mostly that hardcore metal. And that it's an interesting scene because they're very welcoming, but I also think that it has kind of created a sort of rut in New New Hampshire music scene because I feel like there's not a lot of diversity when it comes to bands anymore over here because everyone wants to be in a hardcore band because that's yeah. what's really popular right now. So it's uh, it's tough. I, with After Image, certainly it's been, that was the hardest thing trying to find our way because being in an alternative metal band, there's not really a nice scene for that. I think when you're in a ska band or a punk band, it's so niche and so like, it's so welcoming that you're going to find a crowd no matter what. Having started soda joining the scene i was welcomed so fast like within months uh, of creating my band I, I feel welcomed and i think with after years so that's the one upside to being in a scott punk band is that i think there's just it's kind of a built-in scene where you're you're part of it and very welcoming and very accepting which i really appreciate absolutely and definitely working to your advantage because everybody else is doing you know, the usual same kind of music when you're like, now nah, I'm going to do something different <laughs> and like, and bring that to to the forefront because a lot of people are just like, you know, they just want to fit in and do what everyone else is doing. And you're not, you're doing like two completely different things, which I find that awesome. It's cool. Oh, thank you. That's, I mean, that's what I, I never like to, you know, stray with the pack. I always kind of found myself growing up doing my own thing. And I think it's important. You want to express your individuality. And um, I certainly try to do that with my music as well. Definitely. And do you guys have any plans to release any music videos or just release some music? Or So we're actually going to be releasing a music video <clears throat> for our – I'm going to – let me re restart that because I just coughed. We're going to be releasing a music video for our song Love Hate this Friday. Um, it is – and it was a pro shot live video that – we recorded at the recent Murphy's Law show that I played. So that, that'll be coming out soon. I have three tracks that have been recorded in the studio that will be seeing some final touches added. And I have a very top secret but very famous um, special guest on one of the tracks. And I'm hoping to get that released early 2024. But 
very, very exciting special guest, one of my biggest influences. So That's awesome. That's great. Great for you guys. Like, that's that's really cool, and I can't wait to hear that. Any final things that you want to say? Any things you want to promote? Yeah, absolutely. I think our next show as of right now, that's been officially confirmed, we will be playing in Derry, New Hampshire, at the Tupelo Music Hall on Sunday, January 7th. We have been a part of a Suicide Prevention and Mental Health Awareness Foundation called the Jason R. Flood Memorial. We've been a part of that for, at least I have, I've been a part of it since the beginning for almost eight years now, After Image has played that. But this year, I'm very excited to say that Soda will be playing on the Tupelo Music Hall stage, which is a pro venue out here in New Hampshire. Beautiful lights, great sound system, so I'm very excited to be playing that and supporting a great cause. They um, they really promote spreading mental health awareness and knowing the signs of depression, and it's a really great cause, and I'm very happy to be a part of it. Excited to play that show on uh, Sunday, January 7th. That's awesome, and that, and it's super important to do causes, for, especially for an important cause like that. A lot of people struggle with it, you know, and, and it it's very important, and it gets spread the word and and for everything like that. But again, thank you for your time, and, and thank you for this awesome interview. Oh, absolutely. Thank you very much. I really appreciate your time.